Last night, the Carolina Hurricanes recorded their second straight shutout against the Detroit Red Wings. Find out how they were able to come away with this win and looking ahead at to what they need to do against Seattle tomorrow. All that in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Wednesday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. I finally was able to get back into my account, so I'll be tweeting from there again. Uh, But, you know, diving into last night's game against the Detroit Red Wings, this was you know, one where I said the power play needed to come up big in this game, and it did. The lone goal of the game was a power play goal. And, you know, obviously, Pyotr Kochetkov getting his second straight shutout. And with that, you know, some crazy stats, you know, with that, you know, he is now, he became the first, uh, goalie for the hurricanes to record back-to-back shutouts since kevin weeks back in 0203 he's the first goalie in the nhl this season to have back-to-back shutouts he's had three shutouts in less than 30 days and he is also now tied for shutouts uh at first in the nhl now so absolutely stellar play from Pyotr Kochekov uh, last night. And he obviously faced a lot more work in this game as opposed to the previous shutout against New York where he only faced like 16 shots. This one, I believe it was 27, 28. Uh, He had a lot more work to do in this one and he rose to the occasion. The kid is, he's the guy. He is the guy for the Hurricanes. And yeah, uh, listening to the uh, post-game radio show last night, uh, Adam Golgan mentioned, you know, Auntie Ranta, you know, comes in ready to go. Frederick Anderson comes in ready to go, saying, you know, they're, they're ready to go. They're ready to play. You know, where? Piotr's the guy. He is their best goalie. Uh, so you got to keep going with them. And, you know, I think that you need to slot in Auntie Ranta soon just so he's not sitting for too long. Uh, yeah, but again, you know, it's not like you can go wrong with continuing to play Piotr. He's on fire right now. And, you know, it's, it's great to see, you know, he's doing everything right. And, you know, I mentioned yesterday, uh, cause I, for a while I was unsure of whether or not they would be able to roll with three goalies. But Detroit's doing exactly that. So whenever Frederick Anderson does come back, Yoder's still going to be the guy. Uh, I don't see that changing at all. And 
you know, obviously, you know, we'll see how the season continues to play out. Uh, and then, you know, going forward as well, he'll be their only goalie under contract the next season. So, you know, he's, he's the guy. And, you know, we'll obviously see, you know, come backups and, you know, all, all that stuff. But that's, you know, for offseason uh, stuff there. But he's absolutely killing it. And he's a top 10 goalie in the NHL right now. And, you know, going into last night's game, I'm not surprised it was extremely low scoring with just one goal because it was a top 10 goalie battle. This was a goaltending duel uh, tr- uh, for sure. And, you know, these were two goalies that were on top of their game. And, you know, uh, so yeah, he w- made, you know, one mistake and that one mistake was the difference maker for the game and you know speaking of difference makers uh being the power play i said that the power play needed to show up you know in that game and you know while it may seem you know pretty obvious and it seems like yeah i say that all the time you know heading into games that's why i say it a game like last night one goal is power play goal and you know that right there is why you know our power play needs to continue to improve it has like i said slowly improved but that right there is why i always have power play special teams in the keys to the game for exactly that exactly that and it was brady shea getting the power play goal yeah it was his 476th career game that was his first power play goal and you know it was obviously great and you know came off a phenomenal pass uh from seth jarvis obviously if you haven't seen it go watch the highlight i mean you can find it on twitter instagram facebook whatever you know go watch that because it was absolutely insane no look pass it was awesome absolutely awesome one of the passes of the year so far and you know we did get to hear from brady shea uh, after the game, uh, and this is what Brady had to say following uh, last night's win against Detroit. Okay. Brady, another happy flight home. You walk away with 11 to 12 possible points through the last six games. What were the biggest factors to creating that point streak? Uh, goaltending probably was the biggest. I mean, Kuchi tonight kept us in the game, and really he was the reason we won, I thought. So uh, goal time was huge. Um, just a lot of guys stepping up at different times to, to get us all these points. So uh, obviously a great road trip, and we're definitely looking forward to getting home. How high is the confidence of the unit right now? Uh, high, definitely. I mean, I think it's definitely feel good about ourselves. And, you know, we know tonight we didn't play our best, and we still came with two points. So, um Confidence is high. I feel like confidence is, is never an issue with this team. We always feel like we're we we can play to, when we play our best abilities. We're uh, we can beat anybody. So um, yeah, confidence is good. First career power play goal. How'd that feel? Well, that's that's good to know. Uh, uh, it felt good. I mean, obviously it was a great play by Jarvie, and um, you know I'm lucky enough to be put in that spot, and I'm happy and glad that I capitalized on that opportunity. So. Uh, but overall, really, really nice play by Jarvie, and I was just there to put it in. 
Roy Brindamore is always encouraging defensemen to jump up on the play like we've talked about, but with multiple defensemen having points in these, both these games where you go 11-7, what does it say about the ability of this group? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I think that, you know, it really shows that we're, you know, cohesive unit. We're, we're a unit of five out there where our forwards are, you know, always backing us up and we want to get up, up, up in the place. So, um, you know, you got to get a lot of credit, you know, to the D, but also to the forwards for, allowing us to get up in the play and, and make those plays because uh, they, they're usually always behind us, which is which is huge. So, um, yeah, hopefully you can keep the defensive points going. All right. Thanks, Thanks Jay-Z. Thank you. Yeah, so, again, you know, congratulations to him on getting his first career power play goal. But, you know, a uh, big thing you know, with that game was how they ended that road trip. They ended that road trip at 5-0-1 with 11 of 12 possible points. and that's awesome. Yeah. That Anaheim ga- game, they were totally gassed and they were tired and you could totally tell, but you know, they were extremely consistent on this road trip. It was almost three weeks long, but they only played six games, which is wild. Uh, you know, cause remember I mentioned that like, okay, you know, are these gaps you know, in between these games going to hurt them? Uh, cause there were a couple times they came back, back to raleigh and slept in their own beds saw their families and all of that you know got to go to their favorite local restaurants rather than their favorite one in anaheim or st louis or or whatever you know they they got uh it was a very long road trip uh, with not a lot of games and now you know they're gonna be back home it's gonna be their first back-to-back uh or not back-to-back but consecutive home games this season which is crazy to think about uh the last home game they had was getting shut out by the arizona coyotes uh so you know getting into this uh it was a heck of a road trip absolutely great road trip um you know with that one hiccup in Anaheim, but they're still able to come away with a point you know in that game which is incredibly consistent over this road trip, but you know, there's a lot going on in this game as well. And we will dive into that as well as hear from Rod Brindamore and yes, Yemi right after this quick break. Now folks, this episode is brought to you by bet online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the world cup they've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can even find those over at betonline as well they are the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info so head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more betonline where the game starts now, folks, you know, getting into this game, you know, the first period, you know, the Hurricanes, it was, it was all Hurricanes. Um, and, you know, they limited to Detroit to just one high danger chance. The defense was outstanding in this game. And you can obviously see that in the score. And, you know, the Red Wings were lucky that the score was only one nothing. And that's a testament to their goaltending. Again, this was a battle of two top 10 goalies in the NHL. So, again, I'm not surprised that it was low scoring. Uh, it's looking like a World Cup match uh, with the final score. But you know, it, if it wasn't for their goaltending being 
on fire last night, Carolina would have been up more than just the one goal. Uh, but again, yeah, like I said, you have Brady Shea getting that lone goal, his first power play goal off a phenomenal, phenomenal pass from Seth Jarvis. So again, if you haven't gone seen that highlight, go watch it. Go watch it. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, get you know, moving on to the second period. It wasn't like Detroit just laid down and you know decided like, oh, we're 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 done here. No, the second period, it was all Detroit. It was all Detroit. And the how the hurricane or the Red Wings were lucky that uh we weren't up more than what we were at the end of the first. We're lucky at the end of the second it wasn't tied or Detroit was leading because that second period, it was all Detroit. They had all the momentum. The Hurricanes took three penalties. Brent Burns took two. And yeah, Brady, or not Brady Shea, uh, Piotr Kochekov stopped it all. Faced 13 shots in that period. Stopped every single one of them. And once again, testament to the goaltending of this game. And then you know, getting into the third period, uh, one where I've been critical of the Hurricanes of stepping back, taking their foot off the gas. That wasn't the case. They put their foot on the gas and, you know, they really took the game home. And, you know, it may not seem like that, you know, looking just at the box score, but with that game, you know, they were really controlling the third period. It was all Hurricanes. They had the momentum. And again, Lucky it was the score wasn't worse because again Detroit's goaltending was just that good. And you know, we've been talking about Piotr Kochekov, you know, obviously Brady Shea, you know, he had a really good game as well. Obviously, Seth Jarvis, a guy that I said that I wanted to see him step up and have a good game in that game. He did in that great pass. Yes, Barry Kotniemi, who we'll hear from in a few minutes. Uh, another guy stepped up, Stefan Nazan sliding in there on that third line with Jordan Stahl and Jordan Martin, him having a really good game. He led the team in shots in that game against Detroit. Had, I believe, five shots on goal. And then Paul Stassi, a guy that you know a lot of us are really critical of and not really thinking he was fitting in and it was not working out. He's turned it around. He looked really good in this game as well again not necessarily showing up on the score sheet but just playing a really good game in general uh and you know we'll see how things pan out there if, if this is you know just a little flash in the pan for him or if it's going to go back to how it was of him just not fitting in, into this system and you know we'll see how things go of when aho gets back foss gets back whenever patch ready ends up coming back into the, coming into the fold not back into the fold you know we'll see how things shake out then but as of right now paul statsny is taking advantage of the opportunities that he's been given uh you know getting more minutes you know playing higher up in the lineup and you know i'm loving it for him because it's a long time coming uh but yeah you know, at the end of the day you know we just gotta enjoy it take it one game at a time. You know, we got Seattle next, but you know, we did uh, get to hear from Jesper Kotniemi, a guy that, like I said, did have a good game last night as well. And this is what he had to say following last night's win against Detroit. 
So it's been a tough schedule to start this season, but you guys go 5-0-1 through your last six on the road. What have been the biggest key factors? Um, you know, just uh, the mindset that we get home soon. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's up there, you know. Uh, it's been kind of a grind uh, early on, but, uh, you know, I think we've been doing a decent, decent job on the road, so uh, that's always huge, huge when you think the full season. It's still early in the season, but what's the importance of building that consistency at this point in time? Um, it's big, you know. It's a long season, so there'll be a lot of up and downs. So uh, good to have a good stretch, stretch now, and uh, uh, hopefully we can just keep it up. How would you describe where the confidence of the group is right now? Uh, I think it's good, you know. Like I said, we've been winning a decent amount on the road, so uh, uh, boys are believing each other, and, uh, you know, we work, work well together, so uh, it's been huge. Another point for you tonight, what are just things that you're feeling personally out on the ice as you continue to build that game? Uh, you know, I think our, our PP is a little bit clicking, clicking now too, getting a couple of goals in the last 10 games or so. So, uh, you know, that's big for uh, get the goals from both both PPs. Uh, you know, the power play is a big part of the uh, season, so uh, we need to get that going. How do you describe Piotr Kachetkov and where he's at right now? Sorry? How do you describe Piotr Kachetkov and where he's at right now? Uh, you know, he's funny, <laughs> funny guy. Uh, really interesting off the ice, but, uh, you know, he's doing a great job. Uh, I think a big part of our success on the road now is uh, because of him. So I uh, uh, just hope hope he's going to keep his level all year and uh, do the same thing on and off the ice. <laughs> all right. Thanks, KK. Yeah, so... Yes, we were, you know, mentioning the power play as well. You know, it's finally starting to click slowly, but surely it's getting better. I mean, it was absolutely abysmal there earlier in the season, and hopefully it will continue to improve. And, you know, I, I think, yes, Spiri, you know, as the season goes on, I think, you know, he is going to continue to come more into his own and get more comfortable in his role uh, as the second line center. Uh, and, you know, I know a lot of folks have been critical of him. And, you know, I think it's something that needs time. And it, it'll come. It, it, it'll come. He's going to be he's gonna be good. And, you know, one thing uh, now is that they do get to come back home and play in PNC Arena. Now, one thing, you know, I do... Uh, and we'll talk more about tomorrow as well of, you know, they're back home, which is good, but being back home doesn't guarantee a win. We've seen that before of them coming back off a long road trip, coming back home, dropping you know, a game. Yeah, we've seen that before. Not only with the Hurricanes, but you've seen it with other teams as well of, you know, road trips. You know, oh, yeah, we're back home now lose the game yeah uh i and seattle they're much better this year as opposed to last year so you know they're gonna be one that you know they're gonna come out swinging you know for the hurricanes they ain't gonna just you know let the hurricanes have an easy win just because they're back home you know after a long road trip no you know seattle they're gonna fight and you know it's gonna be uh one that i think the hurricanes are they're going to have their work cut out for them. Uh, and because, you know, with that game against Seattle, 
you don't have the time in between that you've kind of had these past few games of, you know, two, three off days in between games. No, like you're not having that. You know, you had the game last night. Uh, I'm assuming they either traveled uh, last night or this morning. And then you game tomorrow. And, you know, they're not having the gap that they used that they've kind of gotten used to now. Uh, so that's going to be a factor into that game as well. Coming off a long road trip, even if you did have those breaks. But, you know, we did get to hear from Rod Brindamore as well. And shortly before recording, did have a bit of a roster move. And we will talk about those and hear from Rod Brindamore right after this. All right, folks. Now, before we hear from Rod Brindamore, shortly before I started recording, uh, did get an email from the Hurricanes of, Max Lajoie being reassigned to the Chicago Wolves. So, you know, he was up here. He was the seventh defenseman uh, while we were rolling 11-7 in these past two games. So, I would assume with him slotting back into the lineup, or with him going back to Chicago, that will likely mean someone's coming back. Uh, I would assume it'll be Jesper Faust. That is who I'm going to say it will be uh, because his was the one that wasn't, you know, as not severe, but it was the one that Rod Burnmore said that he didn't feel like it would keep him out long term. You know, I thought he could, you know, there's talk about whether or not he would be playing against Detroit. Not didn't happen, but, you know, there was a chance he could have played there. So I would assume Yes, for Foss is good to go. You know, they I, I just thought about it. Um, they are back home, and because I saw another thing uh before recording that uh Max Patretti was practicing today in a yellow no contact jersey. So yeah, that's awesome as well. Obviously, he's still quite a ways away before he slots into the lineup. But you know, we'll just have to wait and see for that. And you know, as far as who will be back. Again, I'm thinking it's Jesper Foss, but we'll know more tomorrow. But we did get to hear from Rod Brindamore after uh, last night's win as well. And this is what Rod had to say. Rod, we talked after the second period, and you said you felt the team was sitting a little back on their heels too much. But they come out, they go 5-0-1 through these last six. What were your biggest takeaways tonight? Well, I thought, you know, it wasn't our best, that's for sure. But I thought third period was pretty good. We got going a little bit and at least, you know, made a game. Um, looked like a game. Uh, but our goalie was great. I mean, he stole us the game, which is phenomenal. You know, you need that. We've seen enough of that go the other way against us over the years. So, um, you know, he's been great. I think that's the biggest takeaway is just, you know, how solid he's been through this whole stretch. And we played okay, played fine, played hard. Um, you know, so it's, listen, we'll take it. What is it about Kochekov's game that has made him so successful? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot to it, but I think at the end of the day, he's real competitive, and you know, he's got a. He, he, he wants to win. I mean, that's that's for sure. I, mean, I think everyone does, but the way he plays, uh, you know, aggressively, and the guys love playing playing for him. I mean, that's pretty pretty clear. I know it's not always about the results, but now the team's getting the results. Are you sensing that the confidence is also coming with it? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you win, everyone's going to be feeling good. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 we look at it game by game basis. So, I mean, I know we've won a few here and it's nice, but 
you know, tonight wasn't our best, but I like the fact that, you know, our third period was our best period um, when we needed it. And, and then, like I said, when we had to make saves, our goalies came, came up big and, you know, we won the special teams war. So, like, all those little things kind of add up. It's been an absolute grind to start the season with 19 to 28 on the road. What does it mean now to head home and have 11 to 12? Well, points? you know what? It's it's true, but we can't. What you can't do is go. Okay, we're going home, and it's going to be easy or something. We're really going to have to fight that because you know it's like you say we haven't played much at home, especially for a long time. And you know sometimes the tendency is to kind of oh we're here and crowd and it's you know well we still have to make sure we're we're taking care of business. You always talk about secondary scoring. How big is it to have a guy in his 476 games score his first power play goal? Yeah, well, it is big. I mean, he hasn't been on the power play, so, you know, that's the reason. But, you know, obviously, you know, we've had a lot of injuries, so different guys are getting opportunities, and, you know, and it's all about that. In, in, in the game of hockey, in life, you get an opportunity, you got to take advantage of it, and uh, he, he's certainly doing that. All right, thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. thanks everyone. Yeah, so in listening to Rod Brindamore, you know, a lot of stuff you know I've said already of you know, you know, just because you're you're coming home doesn't mean it's gonna be an easy win. Uh Brady Shea, you know, getting his first power play goal, all that stuff. Um that yeah, you know, this wasn't the Hurricanes' best game. Uh yeah, like I said, that second period, it was all Detroit. And it we're lucky it wasn't, you know, worse than what it was very much. Again, like how the Red Wings were lucky. We weren't up more after the first. We were lucky Detroit hadn't tied it or took the lead in the second. So, you know, heading into this next game, you know, Hurricanes, you know, play full 60. Again, not saying they didn't play the full 60, but, you know, the uh, Hurricanes, they need to be ready be ready for this game against Seattle. You're not going to have the prep time that you've had, you know, the past few games. And, you know, one thing I did just see as well, Frederick Anderson was also on the ice today as well. I haven't heard, other than that, I haven't heard any timetable on his return. But, again, you got to go with Piotr. He's, he's the guy right now. And until he shows otherwise, he's the guy, you know, whether – you know, Freddie likes it, Auntie likes it, you know, whatever. He's he's the guy right now. And you know, that's just how it is. And you know, again, you can't go wrong with putting Auntie Ronta in or whenever Freddie comes back, you can't go wrong putting Freddie in, but Piotr, he's killing it right now. So at the end of the day, that's what it's gonna be. Uh you know, we'll see, you know, how things shake out in between the pipes tomorrow against Seattle. We'll talk about that tomorrow and as well as preview that game as a whole and as well as any other roster moves like Max Lajoie getting uh, signed back to Chicago, whether or not, you know, we find out who's going to be slotting back in, which we will. Uh, we'll talk about all of that in tomorrow's episode of Locked on Hurricanes. So make sure you are following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Again, I got my main account back, so I can tweet from there again. So I will talk to you guys in tomorrow's episode.